and welcome to the Motley Mystic's Meditation Musings. I'm Candace Shalou, the Mott Head or Head Motley Mystic. In this podcast, I take you out on my daily dog walks with me where I often record some of the off-the-cuff musings about the Motley collection of spiritual thoughts and ideas that wander through my mind during the day. In this episode, I muse over one of the most confusing sentences I have ever read in A Course in Miracles, and it reads, I need do nothing. Now, we are a society driven by action. We think there's something we need to be doing constantly to grow as people, whether it's in our jobs, our relationships, or our spirituality. But in reality, with a capital R, all that doing can just stunt our growth. It can keep us trapped in our ego. Non-action, though, as the Tao Te Ching says, ensures that everything gets done. The way, it says, is ever without action, yet nothing is left undone. So I invite you, sit back, do nothing, and enjoy this episode. When I first started reading the Course, one of the most confusing passages in that whole book was this one fairly simple sentence that says, I need do nothing. And I thought, well, what kind of spiritual bypass hoo-ha is all of this stuff? I need do nothing. I mean, the reason I'm reading this book is to find out what I need to do. What do I need to do to become enlightened? What do I need to do to become more spiritually awake and aware and live into my higher divine self? What what do I do? I mean, it's 800 some odd pages and 365 workbook assignments and, and a guide for teachers and all this other supplemental material. And it's not telling me what to do? Really, I need do? nothing. I've been a student of the course probably about four years or so now, and honestly it's just been within the past six or eight months that some of these more cryptic ideas of the course, or seemingly cryptic ideas of the course, are starting to make sense to me. The revelation around I need do nothing was realizing that one of the things that the ego does to keep us in its grasp, to keep us from becoming liberated from the ego in some way, or at least putting the ego in its proper place as maybe part of the advisory team, but not the boss, is to keep us doing something, is to keep us believing that there are steps we need to take. I mean, there are plenty of self-help books out there, you know, 10 ways to become enlightened, uh, five ways to live your best life, blah, blah, blah. They're out there, but they kind of miss the point. And, you know, okay, so so maybe meditating seems like doing something. And it can be turned into doing something if we worry about if we're getting it right. You know, are we sitting in the right posture? Are we oming? Or are we chanting? Or are we doing Tonglen? Are we doing loving-kindness, Vipassana? What are we doing? What kind of meditation are we doing? And so we worry if we're doing meditation right. And that's your ego telling you that you must be doing something. And so in the doing, it keeps you from being. It keeps you from becoming who you already are, that deeper, higher, divine self that you are. And so we worry about how to do it right. Am I reading the right teachers? Am I doing the right practices? Am I, should I be adding other spiritual disciplines? Um, 
Should I be doing contemplative practices? Should I be doing studying of, of texts? Should I be doing the Course in Miracles daily workbook? Should I be doing something? And we drive ourselves crazy with what we should be doing to improve, when in reality we need do nothing. We simply, and I say simply, but it's, but it's, it's, the course itself says it's, it's easy, but it, but it's difficult. Because <laughs> the instructions are quite easy. I need do nothing. I need only to exist in the presence of God. What we need to do in this world, if we can simply exist in the presence of God, will be shown to us. The actions that we need to take will be apparent, they will be clear, because we have calmed our ego, we have calmed that monkey mind that insists that we keep doing something. There's a joke about the Buddhists, you know, that says, don't just do something, sit there. And that's the key. It's not about us doing something, it's about us becoming and being. It's about us being who we truly are. It's about us uncovering that and, and becoming that and uncovering whatever society says we need to be doing or becoming and instead consulting our higher divine self, consulting that divinity within, that God that surrounds us and asking that force what we need to be. So then, of course, the paradoxical question comes, what do I do <laughs> to enter into this presence of God? Nothing. You do nothing. You sit and you do nothing. You sit and you await guidance of some sort. One of the prayers uh, in, the, in the workbook of The Course in Miracles is to Holy Spirit, you know, what would you have me do? What would you have me say and to whom? Where would you have me go? You know, that that is the doing of the nothing, is just asking these questions. The only thing one has to do to grow in the Spirit, to be with the divinity that is within ourselves, is to be willing. It's to be willing to do it wrong, according to the ego, it's being willing to be accused of some sort of spiritual bypass practice by just, you know, don't just do something, sit there. It's to be accused of not caring about the world since you're not doing anything. But that's not the point, because that's all the ego. That's all the ego just trying to dissuade you from doing this practice. <sighs> Maybe doing is the wrong word. <laughs> It's the ego trying to keep you from becoming this practice, from allowing this practice to become part of your life. Michael Bernard Beckwith talks about not making room in your life for meditation, but making your life around your meditation, making your life around your connection to source, your connection to the holy. And that's how we do nothing. We surrender. We become completely dependent upon the Holy Spirit. We become so dependent on the Holy Spirit that when we are tempted to do something, we check in. Is this what I'm supposed to be doing? We become so solidly present in this moment that we understand what this moment requires of us. 
Sometimes it requires that we rest because our bodies are in need of rest. Sometimes it requires that we go out and join a protest because there are injustices in the world and, and we need to put our bodies out there on the line to right these wrongs. Sometimes the present moment requires you to call someone who has offended you and tell them how you're feeling and forgive them. Sometimes the present moment might require that you just sit with your own pain and you just allow your own wounds to be seen, to be embraced, to be loved, and to, and to be healed. And that's what it means to do nothing. Because we are doers. We gotta get shit done. It's what we do. We gotta feel accomplished. How accomplished do you think you would feel if you spent, instead of eight hours at your job, that you probably don't like, if you spent eight hours meditating, if you just spent eight hours in the presence of the force that created, that created you, the force that creates everything, if you just connected to that for eight hours, how much more effective would your actions be after that? It's in the doing nothing that our doing of something becomes powerful because we are led not by the ego's sense of accomplishment or, or feeling of success, but we are driven instead by the spirit that doesn't care about outer success. It cares about relationship. It cares about how you are relating to the holy first, and it cares then about how you are taking that love that you gain from your relationship to the holy and how you are taking it out into the world how you are using it to relate in loving ways to those who are put in your path. That is why the Course has that prayer of where would you have me go? Who would you have me see? What would you have me say and to whom? It's being willing to be used by that higher force instead of being used by our ego. It's being willing to act slowly. It's being willing to put some thought and some prayer and some willingness into what we do. It's being willing to be used in ways that may make us uncomfortable, that may put us outside of our comfort zone. But we know that when we act in these ways, we are healing the world, we are healing ourselves, we are healing everyone who comes in contact with us. And on a higher plane, we are healing the entire world. Because the Course says, when one of us are healed, all of us are healed. So as we work on healing ourselves, healing our own wounds and traumas and patterns, we are healing the world. And so this is not navel-gazing. This is not spiritual bypass. This is not giving up on the world. This is a practice of becoming such a force for love in the world such a force for love within ourselves and then out in the world that the world can't help but change. When you come into contact with someone who is peaceful, who is loving, who seems wise beyond their years maybe, or, or seems a gentle and calming presence, you walk away from them changed. 
You do. You, sometimes you're envious. I want to be like that person. Well, good. Because you are that person. You need to do nothing to become that person except become it. Embrace that you are that. Because you are that. You are peace. You are joy. You are the light of the world because that's what you were created to be. You weren't created to be this go-getter that's got to be successful and got to have a lot of followers and a lot of people laying at your feet and wanting to hear everything you say or wanting to give you a lot of money to, to do this or that. That's not who you were created to be. You were created to be joy, to be peace, to be love, to be a force for all of that in this world, an open channel. And there are no practices, there are no rules, there's nothing you need do except be, become who you truly are. Remember who you are. And that's the whole point of the course. I mean, it's got 800 pages or so, <laughs> and all those workbooks, lessons, but it all says the same thing. Remember who you are. Remember who you are. You are the light of the world. You are God's innocent and beloved child who is put here to help everyone else realize that they are that as well. Everyone who irritates you, everyone you think is doing evil in the world, yep, yep, innocent, innocent child of God. But we're all caught up in our doing. We're all caught up in what the ego says success looks like. We're all caught up in what we think we're supposed to be doing. Because that's what the world says we got to do. But the world is created by the ego. And the ego, the ego, even though it will assure you that it has your best interest at heart, never does. It has its own interest at heart. And that, and that interest is to keep you from awakening, to keep you from realizing who you are. So I invite you, stop doing so much. If you find yourself feeling like you have to go and do something to become more spiritual. Stop. Just stop it. Sit down. Be quiet. Connect with the all that is. It is within you. Connect to that place that knows that everything is well and all shall be well. As Julian of Norwich says, I invite you to stop doing so much so you can become more. Because it is in the doing that we get lost in the ego's world. So I invite you, be quiet. Sit down for a little while. Be willing to hear what you are truly about, who you truly are, and what you truly should be doing in this world. And the answers will come. And then, when you do something, you will be doing it from a place infused with love and joy and peace and the Holy Spirit. And that will change the world. Thank you for spending some time with me during my mobile Motley Mystic Meditation musings. I hope you'll join me again for future podcasts. And in the meantime, you can find more of my writing at motleymystic.substack.com. And you can listen to my sermons and other teachings over at Jubilee Circle by visiting jubileecircle.com. The music you're hearing is a song called Lazy Day by Jason Shaw from the website Free Music Archive. So until next time, you keep musing and meandering, you Motley Mystics.